Good evening, good morning, wherever you are, whenever you are. I am your host, Liam McGowan, and you're tuned in to another episode of The FIFA Dance. Well, folks, it's been a real interesting week in the soccer world. If you haven't been looking at the news, there is a brand new league in development with 12 starting Supposed to be starting with 12 teams, six from the English League, three from the Italian League, and three from the Spanish League. We're going to get into that. We're going to teach you guys what that's about. We're going to let you guys know what we think about it. But first, as always, let's get into what happened. Let's get into the games. Premier League. Man City is still going to win. Alan, take it away. Just like into right, baby? Um, anyway... <laughs> Um, so no. on Saturday, we had a few good games. We had Newcastle beating West Ham 3-2. West Ham picked up a red card in the 45th. Lynn Gardino improved his scoring prowess yet again from the penalty spot this weekend. Um, Wolves beat Sheffield United 1-0, and that's important because Sheffield United is the first team to get relegated this season from the Prem. They are officially going back to the championship, even though we have five weeks left of the Prem. Uh, on Sunday, Man U beat Burnley 3-1. I mean, it was definitely deserved a win. Uh, good win for Man U. Just keep winning games, see what happens, but Man City still going to win. Arsenal drew Fulham. Oh, man, it was heartbreaking. <laughs> Fulham had a chance to steal the game and be only three points back of Burnley for 17th, but now they sit, they sit six points back. Um, so, yeah, they're kind of screwed. Um, hopefully they come right back up. Uh, Leeds drew Liverpool 1-1, which is two great back-to-back uh Answers for Leeds after beating Man City last weekend and then drawing Liverpool this weekend. Uh, Tuesday, Chelsea and Brighton played out the most fantastic, exciting nil-nil draw in existence. I almost fell asleep multiple times watching it. On Wednesday, Tottenham beat Southampton 2-1 and Man City beat Aston Villa 2-1. John Stones picked up a red card, but it really doesn't seem to matter to Man City. They, they still outplayed Aston Villa with 10 men, so... And then Leicester hammered West Brom this week, uh, 3-0. And it looks like West Brom is definitely going to be the second team to get sent down to the championship. Uh, so the top ten, we'll just, uh, well, top four, start to read off. today, Everton beat Arsenal 1-0 as well. Oh, I didn't even see that game. Yeah, I yeah. knew they were playing. I just didn't watch the game. I don't want to be exhausted. But, yeah, sorry. Uh, uh, Everton did beat Arsenal 1-0. Yeah. So sad. Um, Man City leads the Prem by 11 points now uh, with a game in hand on Man, Man United uh, with 77. Man U is second with 66. Leicester is third with 59, which is good. They really needed this result because they're closing in on a Champions League spot finally. And like I said last year, they were that close to getting it. They would have really sucked from back-to-back years they lost in the last week. Chelsea is fourth on 55. West Ham is fifth on 55. The only thing separating the two is goal difference. Tottenham is 6th on 53, even though they just fired their manager, Jose the Goat Mourinho. Uh, Liverpool is 7th on 53. Everton is 8th on 52. Arsenal is ninth now on 46. And Leeds is 10th is on 46, but goal difference is setting again. And then the bottom three is Fulham is 18th on 27. West Brom is 19th on 24. And Sheffield United is Dead last on 14 points. Congratulations, West uh, Sheffield United. <laughs> yeah, I feel so bad for them. You know, it's funny. Last year, they were like so close to getting a Europa League spot. They were top 10 in the table for most of the season. 
And this season, they just could not get it together. Mm-hmm. I mean, they made a couple of big signings, too. Like, they signed Rian Brewster, who was a young striker from Liverpool. He was on loan at Swansea last year, and he played great for Swansea. He has done absolutely nothing for Sheffield United. Not to say he's a bust or anything yet, but, like, I mean, they paid, like, 40 million pounds for him. And he's been absolutely useless. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, there's no real surprises uh, this week. Um, Chelsea had a real chance to run away from West Ham with a three-point gap, or with a two-point gap over uh, West Ham in the top four race. Um, but they blew it, and now West Ham has a chance to get it right back. Um, yeah, I mean, that's pretty much it for the Prem. With the season wrapping up, uh, most of the games are not as interesting. The two things to watch out for, obviously, the teams that are dropping into the relegation zone and the battle for the top four. I mean, Man City and Man United are probably have locked up the top two spots, I think you guys could say is fair to agree. But any of the other spots are all up to upper grabs because there's six teams within four points of each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's about it. Uh, I think we can go on to the next week. Something Come on, he's the goat. Uh, Harry Kane is top scorer with 21 still. That's right. And then Salah's running away from Bruno with 19. And, Kane's it, and uh, Kane is also a top assist leader, too. Yeah, with 13. Kane is beastie. Bruno and Yo, Bruno, no Bruno lie, Mourinho kind of switched him up, kind of made him become who he is with today. Well, this season. Uh, he went crazy for the main He so. never wins. What's new? He, he's he's injured as well, and he's not he's not going to be playing in the Carabao. So that's another uh, oh my God. for uh, Tottenham right there. <laughs> Maybe Mourinho heard the news and was like, let me get fired now before I lose this competition too. That's a fact. He didn't seem too unhappy to be fired. I saw some video of a fan like right up to him when he was unpacking his house and he was just like, Yeah, cool. Yo, Tottenham like yo, Tottenham has to be the most frustrating job in the top five leagues. <laughs> because Hell they're yeah. good they're always pretty good, but they never win anything. And the fans, like for example, like I'm just going to go into a small thing about the Super League. They were invited to the Super League. They haven't won a trophy in English football in 14 years. Like, Leicester that, City. And what's funny is they still think they're better than Arsenal. Just doesn't make sense. Yeah, and even Leicester City has won multiple things over them. They, yeah. have, a, they have a prem title in the last 20 years. They're in the FA Cup final right now. Yeah. Like they're doing better than, than Tottenham. I'm shocked that they didn't get invited instead of Tottenham. Tottenham has never been that good well, outside of. Let's be realistic. They've been they've been second in the prem. They've been second in the Champions League. I think like I said, but nobody accepts them. Also, Manu is second. Right, money. Yo, Manu is second right now for the second season in a row and the third time in the last five years. The, the and only, no the, manager's job was safe after that. The only reason, uh-huh, the, only, the only reason Tottenham was invited in is because money, but also because they were part of the Big Six during the 2000 era, and still a part of that like Big Six mentality sort of thing. So that's why they definitely got invited in over Leicester. Even though. Leicester oh no no I I get why I'm just saying as far as like they're winning. Oh no obviously yeah. as far as trophy cabinet goes. And a, even, like, competitiveness. <laughs> like, uh, although Tottenham did make that Champions League final, which is good. So, fair, fair, fair enough to them. Yeah. Um, the status and the money. It's like what Mateo said. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, which, uh, Abdul, you want to go into your exciting La Liga race? 
<laughs> yes, sir. It's looking lovely, man. I mean, I don't just win all your games. Win. <laughs> yeah, but Atletico, I mean, bro, that Atletico Barca, that's the one game I'm waiting for. If they could get a draw there, bro, that'd be perfect for us. Or an L for Atletico. That would work as well. Yeah, um, I would put Barca ahead so, of you in top of the yeah, league. Yeah, Barca. Well, no, actually, they're not. All right, so the table right now is looking like this. We got Atletico at 73 points. Real Madrid at 70. Barcelona at 68. So if they do get that draw. Yeah, but Barcelona with a game in they hand. They have a game in hand, though, so they could they be a point ahead oh, of you. They do. They do. Right, yeah. yeah. So, right, right. Yeah. So that could top so a draw right now. Yeah, so taking out. Sevilla is doing really, really well. Yeah, Sevilla has been slept on this entire time. They're a point behind. They're a point right. behind Barca right now, even though with the game in yep. hand, but still. Yep. Alejandro Sociedad at fifty. They're safe for the Europa, and uh, Real Betis might go bad. Uh, well, they're fighting with Villarreal right now for the. Um, I think the did, uh, uh, playoff playoff spot for Europa League. Did Villarreal win today? Today. Um, I saw Carlos Baca post match day. So, you know, Villarreal. You know, there wasn't a goal scored by him. No, there was no games today. No, there was no game today. When did when when did no? Oh, so Villarreal yesterday play, was uh, Barcelona play, on Sunday. Yeah, Sunday they play. And Carlos Baca. They lost on Carlos, no no. They lost on Wednesday to Alaves. They lost on Wednesday to Alaves. Yeah, two one. Yeah, Baca Baca really really helped. He did well, super well, goaded. Yes. But Sevilla, Sevilla's doing, yo, Sevilla's doing their thing. They beat, um, they beat uh, Osasuna, they beat 3-1. Oh, no, not Osasuna, um, Levente. And then they lost to Villarreal, oh, actually, around one day. This is the middle of the week. They've been doing good, bro. They they beat Atletico Madrid. They beat um, Real Betis. They beat Real Sociedad. They're playing... Their only tough games coming up are they Real play Madrid. And, they play Real and Villarreal. Yeah, that's gonna be right that's gonna be a very very tough. That's game a tough game us. now. Yeah. Sevilla's playing for something. Yeah, Madrid got a good, got tough fixtures coming up. I think. Yeah, Madrid have a very tougher tough, than tough everyone schedule. else. Have, you have Betis on the weekend. Then you have. Champions but we're also League, getting our Sevilla, players back. We're getting our Real. natural left um, right back. So you play um, you play pretty much all top half teams for the most part. Yeah. I mean, at least we're not playing Atletico and Barcelona anymore. Which is Let me cool. ask you, you play Sevilla, you play Betis, you play Villarreal, you play Granada, you play Osasuna, and you play Athletic Bilbao. They're all top yeah. half teams. We're, we're playing, yeah, from six down, yeah. Let me ask uh, you how, how many, how many more? Yeah, go ahead. Because I, I don't want to take, I don't want to take away from Abdul's La Liga time. But I was just thinking about Carvajal. Do you guys right. think it's smarter to let? Now, I'm putting this in quotes because I, I, to be honest, I don't know if I would consider Carvajal a Real Madrid legend, but he his his legacy is solidified at Real Madrid. So my yes. question is, do you let a player like Carvajal, who has that history at that club, do you let him go when he still has quality? Or do you let him go when the quality is like he's way down, he's making a lot of mistakes, and he needs to be replaced? He's been for injured any, all year, It's not that his I mean, quality's been bad. Yeah, it's not, not, I'm not, not, not that he's always targeting. The quality's always been there, but um, if we would let him go now, I think if he wants to leave, I, I do still think... Now, nah, y'all don't have a good right quality back. Quality in him. This, and if I'm not specifically leave, meaning 
Carvajal, and I, I don't really yeah. mean Real Madrid either. I mean everybody here. Mateo John. No, plus, plus Allen, his, his, age, player, his age. He's getting, oh, he's getting old as well, so I think I would replace no, him. No, Abdul, he isn't. He's 29, bro. He only looks old. Bro, he's not right back for a person that goes up and down, left and right. He's, he's bro. He's 29. As a center back, for a center back, for a center back, I would wait until 32, Marcelo was class up until last year. And Marcelo's like, what, 36? Yeah, yeah, but that I defense is not it, bro. That's Marcelo good. was always world class up until that point. He has, yeah, for for an attacker, for a for a like uh, thirty-two, you know, for like a left winger. This guy is always upstairs, right behind whoever's in front of him. But defensive wise, we've lost so many games. We've got scored on so many occasions with him not being there or defending. Exactly, but it's not. That's the point, though. That's what he's saying. It's not the fact that he's not there. When he is there, he's still quality. So you would keep him. If he's uh, yeah, hurt, then that's a problem. You need a backup, obviously. But the answer, your answer to Liam's question is: that if he's healthy, Liam, he keeps him. No, if he's healthy, yeah, I'm keeping him 100 percent for another three, four years. Now, do you yeah, think it's still that way about any player in Carvajal's position, like an aging player who's been at the club for a while? Depends on the. Position. Not, it, it I, I still keep every single. It player on there. I like every too. single one of them. It Even, on the you would like, keep any on. player in that. That's that's like. Like Vasquez, bro, for instance, I'd still keep him because I actually like he, he's a player that's great for me. I like him a lot. He he can play right in the wing, left, right. Okay. Mateo, what were you going to say? He does it all. I was going to say it depends on their quality. I mean, if you got some. Also, the position. It, like, let's say, um, let me think. Like with, with Ozil, right? You, you yeah, got oh, someone. I mean, with his thing, it's different because there was politics surrounding him, and there's also the fact that he got paid a huge paycheck, and then decided he forgot how to play f- soccer. Um, but I think, like, just for him, like, let's, let's say he never lost his quality, and he was still producing like ten assists a year or something like that. Um, yeah. And he's like 33. Right. Then he hits 32, 33. Yeah. Exactly. But he's still able to get like six, seven assists and like three, like four or five goals, and able to play and, and do some hustling. I, I would still keep him, even though you know his quality's dropping, and you know that. You know what's crazy? We gave away Di Maria, we gave away Ozil, we gave away a whole bunch of players that were still that still had quality in them, bro. Yeah. And wherever they went, they'd have a good season or two, and then just fall face of the earth. Ozil, it also matters I think, positionally. I think if if Cash, if you guys never paid him that big check, bro, I think he would have still produced and yeah, played well. Yeah, except he wouldn't have been playing. He got lazy. Yeah. Like, and I also think it matters. Well. It, the it matters the positionally what they are. Well, it's that, but also if we didn't give him that money, somebody else was going to give him that money. And like Modric is a box to box, right? And he's thirty-five, and pace is not that important. Like if yeah. pace is not it's that the important, hustle. The it's the hustle. Get, passion, yeah, yeah. It's also like what you do. Like if you if your job is to, you know, box to box it and be fast as hell, then obviously your career is probably going to be a little bit shorter. But for certain positions like that are not winger related, like Giroud has done a great job of extending his career, even though he has no pace, because he's changed the way that he that he plays. Yeah, but right. he, now he's a box player and he does it all in the box. Exactly, I'm saying it no depends on the position and how they yeah. how they play. If they rely on pace, then usually the the closer they get to the end of their career, their older age, the quicker you get rid of them. Right. Nice. I like those answers, guys. Uh, of course, you know John Brown. Right. You know. I'm not even going to ask John for his opinion. He's doing very important things right now. Abdul, finish La Liga. My fault. All right. With the stats we got, 
Messi with 25, Karim Benzema with 21, and Andrade Moreno with 20. Messi has Four. 25 goals? Yeah. Yeah. He's balling. Ronaldo has 25. They're still king. Oh, oh my God. Um, and then for assists, surprisingly, we got Diego Aspas with 10. And then Marcos Loronte with 10 as well. And then Messi with 9. Messi is everywhere, bro. He's goaded. Yeah. Um, Messi is crazy. And then Dennis Suarez. Oh, wow. I did not know he went to Celta Vigo. I think he was benched this whole time at Barca. <laughs> with 8 assists. And then Tony Cruz with 8. And then... And Jack Correa with eight as well. I don't know if you have seen his card. Wait, who's it? Celta Vigo? Um, uh, what's his name? Dennis Suarez. The kid who went to Arsenal. Oh, oh, he was the Arsenal loanee for yeah. a while. He yeah. went to Arsenal and then um, Barca sold him to Celta Vigo. They sold him or they loaned him? They sold him, bro. 2019. What dummies. What the? Oh, okay. They sold him. But yeah, I mean, so far it's looking good. The table is looking spicy. But it's not as spicy as the uh, Premier League. But yeah, it's looking good for um, Abar. They're going bye bye. Elche, they're going bye bye. And Busca, they're going bye bye. <laughs> That's uh, it for La Liga. All right, I'll go into some fun Bundesliga stuff. It's um, I don't um. Let's see. They played during the midweek, too, so there's, like, a bunch of games I have to get through. Um, on Friday, I spoke about how Leipzig and Hoffenheim... I spoke about Leipzig-Hoffenheim tying, which then pushed Bayern closer and closer to winning the title. Um, the, the past weekend, Mulder-Gladbach absolutely dominated Frankfurt 4-0, which was super surprising. Freeburg putting put in a battering on Schalke. Surprise, surprise there. Um... My boys, Kolasinac, played a great game, getting four goals scored on them. Um, Union Berlin uh, beat Stuttgart uh, 2-1. Bayern Munich beat Wolfsburg 3-2, thanks to Musiala's um, double and a typical Chupomoting banger. Um, (laughs) Musiala is actually a good young gun that's going to be coming up for... I, th- I think it's Germany, or, or I don't know if he's chosen, but I know he's German. So he's gonna be, yeah, he's playing for the national. He chose Germany, um, so he's gonna be a German national kid. Very good winger. Uh, he'll be a very good player. Um, Davies got an assist. They played well. They got nothing else to play for, so they are just gonna go all out for the league now. Win their one trophy, and Leverkusen beat Köln three zero. And then on Sunday, Dortmund won 4-1 against Werder Bremen. On Tuesday, Leipzig lost to Köln. So Leipzig's just beating themselves up now. Armenia uh, by failed beat Schalke 1-0. Bayern beat Leverkusen 2-0. And Frankfurt beat Osberg 2-0. On Wednesday, Dortmund beat Union Berlin 2-0. Hoffenheim beat Molten Gladbach 3-2. Wolfsburg came back and won 3-1. And then Werder Bremen lost to Mainz. 1-0. And then today, Köln beat Osberg 3-2. You got some good games this weekend. Um, you have Wolfsburg-Dortmund tomorrow and Leverkusen-Frankfurt. Um, those are two pretty good big games, especially the Wolfsburg-Dortmund game is bigger, I think, because if Frankfurt wins and Wolfsburg wins against Dortmund, 
Dortmund's right now four points back from Champions League. If they lose that, if they lose against Wolfsburg and Frankfurt, Wolfsburg both win. They create a, a seven-point gap instead of a four-point gap that it is right now. So they're pushing themselves further and further away from actually getting back into the Champions League. Um, they play some tough games. They got Wolfsburg tomorrow, Leipzig uh, in uh, next week or two weeks actually, I think. Um, Mines, which is pretty, which is easier, and then Leverkusen. So they play some tough games back to back. They play some tough games to try to actually get into Champions League. Leverkusen's right on their tail, and it sort of create they sort of created a gap. So I think they're going to be in Europe for sh- for good now because they're in fifth with fifty two and seventh. Mönchengladbach has forty three, so it's a bit it's they've created a gap. Um, as the table goes right now, you got Bayern with seventy one, Leipzig with sixty one. So they've pushed themselves into a ten point lead now. I don't think there's going to be any way of stopping uh, Bayern stop, uh, stopping Bayern. Um, Wolfsburg with 57, Frankfurt with 56, Dortmund with 52, Leverkusen with 47, and the bottom you have Köln with 29, Hertha with 26, and the great beasts of Schalke who got relegated in thir- with 13. 13 total points in this entire year so far. That's just a disgrace. They just are- think, Sheffield would not be dead last if Schalke <laughs> was in their league. Exactly. They would have a chance. It's crazy. They... Um, Abdul sent it to me, but I saw it beforehand too. That um, after the game, when they got news that they got relegated, fans were outside of their stadium and started attacking and trying to fight their. Didn't players. they go beat up Mustafi and uh, Kolasinac? They, they they tried to fight. They tried to fight the players, and they were throwing stuff at them. Oh, they were running. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were running after players in the street. Yeah, so crazy. Yeah, they were tr- they were trying to get after him and try to get him and stuff like that. But he um. But I mean, I mean, yeah, it's just disgraceful for a team of that stature who... It, it's pretty much like an Arsenal or a Man U going down and being relegated because that's what Schalke used to be. They used to be title contenders. They used to fight for the title and everything like that. And for them to get relegated this badly with only two wins on the year is disgraceful. And they need to work on a lot of things to come back. Um, otherwise, top score doesn't change with Lee Wan with 35. I think he should be coming back in the next week because Byron actually wants him to go and beat Mueller's record, so they're in favor of him coming back and, and trying to get that record. Andre Silva has 24, Holland has 23, and Wegahorst has 20. Um, for assist, Mueller is absolutely balling with 17. Philip Kostick with 12. Hoffman and Kamada with 11, with Kimmich with 10. So, nothing, I mean, nothing's really changed for that. It's still Lee Wan and Muller. Nothing's changed really in the um, in the Bundesliga tables. I mean, besides Bayern getting a bigger lead. And Dortmund's still fighting to try to get into Champions League. And if they don't, then that's, you're losing a lot of class players if that's, if that's, happening because Holland's not playing anywhere that isn't Champions League, so they're going to have to figure something out with him, or they just get rid of him. Welcome yeah. to Madrid. Yeah, I remember in 2010-11, um, Man U played Schalke in the Champions League semifinals. Yeah, exactly. They they used to be good. They, they played Real Madrid um, in the semis. They got absolutely battered, obviously, but... 
We we also batted them, but they were good. I mean, the yeah, first yeah, leg was competitive. They were good, good enough to get into the Champions League. They were good enough to get into the, the knockout stages, and now they're getting relegated. And the advanced knockout stages, points. too. Yeah, exactly. They, they get relegated, and now they're getting relegated with 13 total points. That's just sad. Has any team of that stature been relegated Lead United. Badly? Um, that badly, like with only Leeds United points. with only two wins in a whole season. I don't. Even oh, know. I don't know the Probably win not. total, but I know Leeds was stuck down in that division for like ten years. Twenty, yeah. And that's bad because they're they're multi time Premier League winners. Yeah. Which is a big deal. That's like if uh, if Inter Milan got sent down to the Italians mm-hmm. Division yeah, B and then came back ten years later. Mm-mm. Was the lack lack of money and lack of signings that kind of made them go that? That that low. They still had a good team, so I don't know. Yeah, but not. I mean, they they have some the icons. Other twenty teams in the Prem. Yeah, but still, they what? had they still had a good team. Not a lot of the other teams spent money, so I don't know where the the fall really came. You still have a good keeper in Farmin. You have um, wait, Abdul. Are you talking about Schalke or Leeds? No, we're talking about Leeds. Oh. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, that's what I thought, that's what talk, I thought he was talking about. about. They hit financial straits, which, frankly yeah, speaking, see, though, oh, it seems like Schalke did, too. When's the last time they made a big signing? Bro, it's been a no. while. I mean, they Ooh. sold, what's his name? Boateng. They sold, um... um they uh, sold they, a lot of... No, no, they, they sold, sold a ton of guys, but my point is they haven't bought in a bunch lately that are big names. Yeah, because I think they were in debt, no? They were in debt for a while. That I don't know. I know that that's what happened with Leeds. Leeds fell into, fi- into dire financial straits and then yeah. got relegated. And now they're, they're finally the same back. exact problem, yeah. Could be, but they still had a quality enough side to stay up. Harit is all right. Um, Kolasinac is all right. Sané is nice. Uh, Matthew Hoppe is all right. They got Klaas Jan Huntelaar back from uh, Ajax, who's... Oh, Bro, they had the quality, right? They had the quality, right? Farman. Clearly, they didn't have the quality enough to stay in the Prem. All those teams beat them and sent them back home. Well, no, no. I, I just named the Schalke team. Um, but, yeah, obviously not. But I'm saying that they did have enough quality. And those guys, even though they did, they got relegated, Abdul, I'm sure if they got cut by that team, would get signed by another Bundesliga team. Yeah. yeah. That, that's what that's, that's what I'm saying. saying they have quality. Big players always get signed yeah, those big players always get signed before they go because they don't want to stay in the second division unless they want to become club legends. Well, but most that's of the why players you left Watford to play, you know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right, Liam, give me the juicy Syria. Let's talk about that's Inter's crowning achievement. Mm-hmm. Inter's choke in the next couple games. Cute Thank perfect. God they choked against Spezia. My God. The one game that, honestly, I expected them to steamroll they drew all right but let's get into it so we'll start off with of course my milan we were up one nil and <laughs> sassuolo came back and raspadori who uh is i guess a fairly quality player he came on as a sub changed the game got the first goal and then something like six seven minutes later got the second goal um hakan scored a fantastic goal nice little curler from the top of the block top of the box but um I'm going to be honest. What did we lack? We lacked everything. Shut up, Alan. We lacked <laughs> the ability to get back in shape when the team, when we lose the ball on offense, which is something we need to get better at, something Pioli has to work on. Um, a lot of the fellow Milan fans have that I've been um, in contact with 
on the internet and stuff like that are blaming Pioli. My dad is a little bit too. I get that. I you know I what's crazy? The teams he chooses are just are not the, the the best eleven he could choose. But you know what, Alan? What's really crazy, right? Is like when this season started. Outside of like diehard Milan fans, because I'm not going to say you didn't think it was possible. Nobody thought they were this good. Like they're playing well beyond their expectations this year. And because his season started off so well, and you know we're in the front of the league for so long. Now people, like, when he gets a couple of bad results, people are, like, starting to blame him. But, okay. Yeah, I agree. But, yeah, like, it's so weird. Because if you guys just were, like, a sixth, fifth, fourth place team all year fighting, and, like, this result came, like, a couple months ago, everybody would be super excited about how what a great job he's doing. I, I feel that way about almost every coach not every coach but like a lot of like not non-big name coaches like not the Ancelotti's or the, the like y'all weren't supposed to be here <laughs> no nah, we weren't but I think we were Jose we were Marino was appointed for AC Milan I would be I would Jose be okay Marino. with that I would love that no you would not I would love that <laughs> you, you wouldn't want to watch his style he failed at Tottenham yeah, yeah, it's true. But I think if he was to return to Italian football, it'd be different. Italian football, Marino, right, he was right, at Inter right. Milan, That's won everything. Won the everything. Won everything, yeah. So I think if he was I, to return to I, Italian I agree. football, I agree. maybe Jose Mourinho could do something cool. Maybe he couldn't. I maybe agree. he's out of date. You know. But everything I think, I'm reading says that he's done to coaching club football. The only thing he might coach is like an international team if it opens up for him. Imagine he goes uh, to Portugal. They, End of an they, era. They, they, said, they, they said that... Um, He's a front runner for the Celtic job. Mourinho? Yep. <laughs> oh, the mighty right, I said fallen. that as if that was a downgrade, but like how the mighty have fallen. Yeah, I don't know. No offense to Celtic fans, by the way. Y'all have a very storied career in club, but this at one point was like a top three manager in the world. I mean that happens to everybody though. I mean I guess. Unless you're Pep or uh what's his face? Well, no, Pep, Pep, Pep would be an average manager if he wasn't backed by the club. It's as simple as that. Pep oh, no, no, but he, uh, I mean, there's been a couple of jobs, though. Like, the Chelsea fall apart was his fault. Because Antonio Conte came in that same year and then won it the following year with the same team. Yeah, But, but yeah, I, I get yeah, what you're saying. Conte the Tottenham thing was not his fault. Conte just had different tactics and everything. I mean... The Tottenham thing, I don't blame him for. I do blame him for the way that Man U fell apart, and I blame him for um, after a good first season, actually, to his credit. And I, bl- I, I do blame him for the way Chelsea by him. Question mark. <laughs> yeah, Liam, you can continue on your Serie A tangent. I'm sorry that I interrupted. Um, yeah, yeah. Quick question: What's Did up? you guys hear about United wanting Ronaldo? Yeah, they said. United want everybody, bro. You didn't know this yet? They said they're going to try, but I don't know if it'll go through. 25 million. Come on. It depends on on if he really wants to come, though, also. Leave, bro, because men, you have the chance now to actually play for the Champions League and the Prem. Come on, think about it. With him as striker instead of, what's his name, Martial? Cavani and Cavani. Oh, Cavani, yeah. Yes, Abdul, but it's also. Do they have the money to pay for him? Yes, it's twenty five mil, but it's also then five hundred like plus. fifty million a year yeah. <laughs> in salary. No, 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 no. It's like probably like three fifty or four hundred k a month. 
a week. No, it's gonna, I don't know. It's but gonna we be also need to Abdul. It's also going to be goal scoring incentives. It's going to be a bunch of incentives, a mm-hmm. bunch of ad revenues, all this kind of stuff, bro. It's going to add up to like messy numbers, bro. Don't get me wrong. I'd love him, but uh, I also we really need a winger and a center back. Yeah. Um, and we have to address that. Yeah, but uh, you're not going to drop a huge fee to buy him. But you, uh, but of course, you'll be able to drop weekly. Well, no, no, it, it's, we him. will have to. We will probably have to drop large fees on a class center back and a class and a class right, right. And yeah. then it's a question: you're, you're probably, Are we willing to pay long? enough? Yeah, I mean, let's say you drop I hope 40 we do. or fifty. I mean, on everybody else single, just looks like they're buying people. Yeah, I think you'll be able to. But hopefully, you guys get him because I hate Juventus. I hate. We're Italian more competitive league. than Juventus. I can't. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Most definitely. <laughs> Right, Zizu? That's right. More competitive than Juventus. Yeah, but then All right. the, the, oh, yeah. the issue he'll look at, too, is is Manu good enough to make it because they got knocked out, you know? Boy, they're 10 times better than Juventus. I think we're better, oh, I yeah. think we're better than Juve. They got a lucky group. We had a really hard group. No, I, um, just, I understand, but he'll, he'll look at his thing and he'll be like, all right, should I go there or should I go to PSG where I could... Make maybe, their money, maybe. but also they make a deep run and they're starting to find their form in Europe. Well, if he goes to PSG, Mbappe won't be there because he's been dubbing their um, extension. extensions. Yeah, that's like the third time in a row. He's like, no, no. He's, he's, so, well, wait, wait, well, let's save the PSG talk for the uh, French yeah. League. Liam's going to wrap up Serie A. All right, go with that trash league. Come on. <laughs> Damn. You called your league trash, Liam. Yo, Liam, talk about that Atalanta, uh, that uh, Napoli game. Sorry, I'm gonna Ooh. wait. No, I mean, yes. Did did your cat scratch your foot again? I'm uh, gonna wait until you guys decide <laughs> to let me talk about the Syria. I mean, listen, uh, man, you be taking too much time. No, I don't. I, I'm trying to go quick, and you guys bring it back to whatever you guys want to bring it back. to. <laughs> Okay, all right, let's try again. So, <clears throat> Fiorentina ended up beating Verona 2-1, which is a good game. Verona just lost to Lazio last week. Vlaovic got the penalty. Martin Casaraz, which was a Juventus defender, a very experienced defender, he got a great goal. I talked about the Milan Sassuolo game. We blew it. We got to beat Lazio next season. I mean, uh, next week. That's it. Genoa versus Benevento. Benevento. Goran Pandev, who is a legendary Serie A striker, got his 100th goal in that game. So props to Pandev. He's been playing for a long time. Quality striker. I think he's, uh, I think he's, he's Eastern European. I forget what. Northern Mac- That's the Northern Macedonian dude. Yes. Remember we were talking about him when they beat Germany? Mm, yes, yes, yes. That's exactly who we were talking about. Yeah, he's a great striker. Um, Sampdoria beat Crotone, Fabio Quagliarella, Quagli, Quagliarella, excuse me, Fabio Quagliarella, great, great, great striker. He had that one season where he scored something like 30 plus goals at like 31 or 32, something like that. Yeah. Reminds me a lot of, um, Antonio Di Natale. I thought he was a fantastic striker. He played for uh, Udinese long time ago. He was a great striker as well for Italy. They got the win. Crotone is Crotone is uh, all but relegated. You know, Liam Qualiorella is thirty-eight. 
So he scored those 30 goals in like 36. Yeah, Jesus. I think, I, think he, I think he was 36 when he did it because there yeah. was a big talk about it. <laughs> Even older. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah, it, it, was, it, was, it was what, like two years ago, I think, yeah? Yeah. yeah. His market the, uh, value? When Ronaldo first guess? came. 30? Anybody want to guess what his market value is? I'm sorry, 30? last thing, man. man. This I, I saw this and it was too funny. All right, Abdul says 30, Mateo, uh, I guess. 15. He's 30 years old, bro. His value... Five million. Uh, Mateo, you got a guess? I said I said fifteen. I think he's worth one point one million dollars. Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> and he this still scores. Yeah, he has a lot. One point one is still a lot. No, that's not. For a trash <laughs> you can buy. Like sometimes, like a new office costs more than a million. One point one million. <laughs> Trash league. They're, they're, they've, they're calling some Brazilian kid the left-footed Neymar, and they're charging $8 million for him. Yeah. That was 1.1 a lot. For a trash league, once again. Oh, my God. Abdul, please. He has 11 goals this year. That's better than most strikers in, the, in Serie A. Call or a like, zipper on or your like mouth. like 50 dude. times his value. Install a zipper and just zip. Anyway, I'm sorry. <laughs> but that was the last time, ma'am. Go ahead. Bologna drew against Torino. Musa Musa Barrow scored a good goal. Musa Barrow has been playing well fast. I want to say he's been playing well, but he needs it for him to, in my opinion, for him to take that leap to the next level. I think if he makes better decisions, a little less selfish and a little more team playerish, I think Musa Barrow could leave Bologna next season and go to a top club. I think he's a great winger. I think he can play striker. He's physical. If, uh, like I said, if he makes the good decisions and makes the right pass, he could get a lot of assists, get himself into a lot of great goal-scoring opportunities. A lot, he could have had a hat trick. Uh, Torino could have had four goals, but I mean, every time they got on the Bologna keeper's uh, left side, they just decided to hit it straight at him. I don't know why, but uh, they need. Balotti should have finished a lot more chances, but he did not. They got the draw. Not very good for Torino. Tor- uh, Tor- uh, Tor- and uh, much better for Bologna because Bologna are safe. Torino are, I think, two split two spots above relegation with only like two points or three points in between it. So they needed a win there. Needed a win. Uh, Cagliari beat Udinese. Jao Pedro, who is also another experienced veteran Serie A striker. A lot of veteran Serie A strikers scored this week. They got the win. That's great for Cagliari. Uh, but the biggest game of the week not the most important to me but the <laughs> biggest game was the napoli versus lazio game and this is good because lazio play milan next week they got destroyed by napoli five goals to two lorenzo insigni with two matteo politano with a fantastic goal my guy uh sergey malinkovic savage he got a goal but lazio were just unorganized all over the place no shape don't know what they were doing um uh, Simone and Zaghi got to figure out something against Milan or we're just going to tear through them. Roma versus Antalanta drew 1-1. I don't want to say it was boring because it wasn't. There was a lot of great opportunities. There were two red cards, one on each side. Um, I'm really, I'm glad that uh, they drew. I guess I would have preferred Roma to win just because if you look at the standings and the points. But uh, – Atalanta not winning was the priority, and they did not win. So Atalanta are now a point behind Milan in third place. So hmm. I'm glad they drew, but 
wish they lost, but they played a great game. Just uh, got a couple of uh, very unlucky. Duvan Zapata should have scored in like the 10th minute, but he fluffed it. Good game. Roma were on the back heel for the most part of that game. I got to admit, Atalanta are looking like a very dangerous team. I think you give them maybe a year or two, one more signing. They'll be, they'll be top. They'll be fighting for uh, Scudetto even. And uh, last but certainly not least, Juventus decided to turn defense into attack. Alexandro with the brace. Delict with the third goal to seal it off. Parma also looks like they're getting relegated this season, uh, which sucks. What's what's their fate? Juan uh, Quadrado with two assists and Delict with an assist as well. They just decided to take Defense over that game. Defense into attack. Yep. They said, who's Ronaldo? Who's Morata? <laughs> who's Dybala? Let's show. Let me. We'll show you guys. Who's Ronaldo? Are you Ed? Ed or who's Ed? Ronaldo? Yeah, I mean, who is Ronaldo? Right, Abdul. He plays in the. What is you called? Syria. Trash league. Exactly. So who is Ronaldo? He goes to a trash league. Definitely not the goal. <clears throat> and uh, that'll do it for Syria. Ronaldo in the trash league. He's got 25 goals. So you got a minus. Since it's a trash league, you got a minus maybe 15 goals from that. So Messi's beating Ronaldo by yeah. like 20 goals. You know, it's way better than Cristiano Ronaldo. Romelu Lukaku. You agree, Mateo? Thank you. Yep. Lukaku second, 21. Muriel 18. And uh, my, I, lo- I miss seeing Ibrahimovic's name here. He is no longer here. Tiro Immobile is fourth with 17. Lorenzo Insigne, after Napoli's destruction of Lazio, is tied with 17. And Numkau uh, for Crotone, which will get relegated nice last next, which will get relegated this season. Simon Tochuku has 17 goals, and the same with Morata, Lukaku, Quadrado now, and Milinkovic tied with nine. Nice. And that'll do it for the Serie A. If I'm going to tell you guys to watch a game next week, I would say either the oh, Lazio Milan. They've, got, they've lost their last two against big teams. So, uh, yeah, Lazio uh, Milan. Fiorentina. Hopefully. Um, last? Yeah. I mean, we'll see. Am I? Did I lag out? You lagged insane amount. <laughs> really? Should I say that again? What did I? I don't. I don't even. What you did, said what, nothing. What I, All right. That's... Um. <laughs> to help Liam out. Ah, damn! Abdul is on Italian. To, to help, sausage today. To help Abdul out. To help Liam out because he's struggling very hard. This Monday is Lazio Milan is a good game, and I'd probably say. Fiorentina against Juve is also a good game to watch. Then for next next week, you got Milan against Benevento. That's a good game. Little Liam's dark horse against Liam's main team. Let's see if the dark horse can uh, take him down. Can they not? Can they? They're not a dark horse. I lied. Spank them. Oh man, that'd be crazy. All right, let's get into the most exciting league in the world right now. Um, league Un. Lol. It's an actual race this time. It's it's not a runaway with For the first time in like five years. <laughs> hey, for the first time in three the uh, yeah, about uh four. Four. Oh, excuse me. You should be. Um this past weekend all the main teams took uh i mean except for leo 
all the main teams took their wins. Um, Lille tied Montpellier last, last Friday. Saturday, Rennes beat Anger 3-0. Marseille played a close game. They actually scored in the 91st minute to go to win their game 3-2. PSG beat Saint-Étienne in an insane game 3-2. Um, it was 0-0 up until the 77th. Buyanga uh, scoring the 77th and Mbappe scoring the 79th. Mbappe then scored a pen in the 87th, thinking they won the game. And Hamuya scored in the 92nd. And then Icardi in the 95th. So, an insane game. Um, they ended up winning 3-2. I mean, obviously a big win for them because it keeps them close. Len and Brest tied. Dijon beat Nice. Nice is just on the downfall. I mean, they've been on the downfall all year. Strasbourg and Nîmes tied, Metz and Rem tied, Bordeaux lost to Monaco 3-0, and I want to talk about this a little bit real fast, is Bordeaux is actually, um, they, um, what's it called? I think they their U.S. investor actually pulled out of Bordeaux, and they're on the brink of actually collapsing fully and not become, and they've been, um, Placed under the control of the of the local commercial court of, after their owners, uh, King Street, decided to stop funding the club, so they could actually completely like fall apart, and they might not be they not, might not be a club in like two two weeks time since they have no money and they're running out of money and they have nobody to help fund them. But they lost to Monaco three zero. Jovetic scored, good for him, um, and then. Uh, Lyon beat Nantes 2-1. And today, Marseille beat Rem 3-1, a Pae double, um, which is good for him. Um, otherwise, for the table, you have Lille in first still with 70. PSG is right behind him now with 69. Monaco has 68. They're a point behind PSG. And then a point behind Monaco in fourth is Lyon with 67. So there's three points that separate the top four right now. Um, third place gets you Champions League qualification, and then fourth place gets you Europa League. Fifth place gets you Europa League qualification. So those those four teams are currently trying to battle it out for those two those three top spots for um, Champions League. Um, right now, Lyon are just in the worst of it because they're in fourth, so they're in that Europa League spot. But Lyon play Lille this weekend. Very, very big game. Next weekend, they play Monaco. Even bigger game for them. If they win both those games, they bump up into the top two. PSG, if they win their games, they don't play anybody tough. If they win those, if they win their game, the rest of their games, and Lyon beat Lille, PSG will be winners again. Um, otherwise, for the bottom, you have Dijon with 18 points. They have three top, They have three wins their entire season. They're relegated. You have Nantes with 28, and then Nîmes sitting in the rele relegation qualification with 31, and Lorient with 32. So they do a uh, relegation qualification. So whoever um, they they have to play people from the league from the second league. It's sort of how they do it in the Bundesliga as well. They have, go into a playoff, and if they lose, they go down. If they win, they stay up. But the two teams right now, bottom are Nantes and Dijon. And for top scorers, you have Kylian Mbappe with 23, um, Memphis Depay with 18, Ben Yedder with 17, Volland with 15, Boyala Dia with 
and and Buyala Dia with 14 from Rem, which is he he's having a really good year. 24 year old Sen- Senegalese player, he's balling. Um, then you have I just dropped everything because John told me to do stuff. Um, <laughs> otherwise, for assists, um, with assist you have Payet with nine. Bamba with nine, Di Maria with nine, and Depay with nine. Golovin, Tovent, Delore. You have like five people tied with eight as well. <laughs> Kylian Mbappe has seven, so he has 23 and seven this year. So he's actually balling this year. Um, but yeah, pretty, pretty much brings it to Mbappe's always balling. Ligun. Bordeaux might not exist to become a club anymore. Um, sadly. Big games this weekend for the top four teams. A lot of there, there could be a lot of changes after this weekend. Um, hopefully, there are. To be honest, it'll be it's it's a good ending and a good fun way for the um, for the league and everything like that. But that wraps the good old league un up. Now we get to have John's South American segment that we haven't been able to have in about six and a half years because he decided that work is more important than uh, this this podcast, this life, soccer. He thought oil was more important. Unbelievable. That guy that does the... John uh, goes where the money lies. Listen, man, I gotta get that bread, you know? He's just a guest. What I just said... (laughs) Just to get Special you. guest John reporting in. You know the vibes. All about South America. Not just Brazil. But really just Brazil. <laughs> um, so, damn, you guys haven't reported on anything that's happened? Um, the last thing I spoke about was how... I don't even remember. I think Flamengo... Speak about the Super Cups? No, what, the Brazil League? talk about no Super Cups. Okay. So, two weeks ago... We haven't done anything, John. This is your thing. This will be a quick recap. Two weeks ago, we had the two Super Leagues. We had the Brazilian Super League for the winner of the Brazil Cup versus the uh, winner of the Brazilian League. And then the South American Super Cup, you know, kind of like the, it's, it's the same thing as like the Europa League winner versus Champions League winner. Palmeiras was in both of those because they won the Brazil Cup and they won the Libertadores. And they managed to lose both Super Cups in penalties <laughs> uh, um, to Flamengo, it was, uh, you know, they started off up 1-0 first half. Flamengo came back and made the game 2-1. And then, you know, they tied They tied Flamengo uh, in the second half, went to Penns. Flamengo missed their second and third penalty while Palmeiras made their first three. So all they needed to do was to either score one of their last two pens or have Flamengo miss one of them. They missed their last two pens. And then they went on to lose the penalty shootout. <laughs> and then against the the South American Europa League winners in that Super Cup, they it was a two. It's a the way they do that Super Cup is two games. So they won the first game two one away. They were looking great, but I guess that loss to Flamengo must have really ruined their morale because they came back home and proceeded to once again score first. Let let this it, it, the team who won is they're called Defensa y Justicia. It's a small team from Argentina. So defensive used to tied them one one and then tied on aggregate in literally the ninety third minute with just a crazy strike from well outside the box. And then to make matters worse, it went to extra time. Palmeiras got a penalty in extra time and missed it. And then went on to penalties to lose their second trophy in the span of three days. So 
very, very bad time. And then that weekend, they lost to their rivals. Um, so they're just living the life. That's like now. Milan miss losing two cups and then losing to Inter all in one week. So Liam can relate. <laughs> <laughs> um, so tough week for them. Libertad, and then other than that, Libertadores started up. Um, we had a couple of big upsets. Also, some really funny names that South American teams choose for some reason. A team named Always Ready from <laughs> Bolivia beat Internacional 2-0. Oh, Internacional man. being one of the bigger teams in Libertadores. Um, also, Atletico Mineiro. Um, not just not Atletico. Atletico Mineiro drew their first game, which is pretty disappointing because their group is supposed to be the easiest. Fluminense tied with River Plate in what was a pretty good game. Flamengo came from behind to beat. Why am I blanking on the name of the team? Velez Sarsfield, an Argentinian team. Let's see, Boca won. Palmeiras were able to win last minute, 3 2, 90th minute header. Um, I think that was like their first three points in a while. I'm trying to think. Another Brazilian team choked. Who do I know that choked? Uh... Internacional lost to always ready, but then. Yeah. That's, that's such a funny name. Always ready. So, so Paulo won their game 3 0. And uh, Santos lost. Santos lost at home to Barcelona. Hey. South American Barcelona. Barcelona's just everywhere, baby. But nice to see nice to see this, the Libertadores kicking off again. Some insane goals because some of these teams are playing in like, you know, 2,000, 3,000 meters above sea level, which means the ball just doesn't respect the, you know, the laws of physics. Um, you know, a shot from anywhere can go in because the, the ball dips way more and there's there's less air to, I guess, reduce the speed. So in the game, in the always, when Always Ready played Inter, both their goals were just rockets from deep mm-hmm. that literally just was like a heat-seeking missile for the top corner. Just because the air <laughs> resistance there is non-existent. So they could, the, it, was, it was ridiculous. Um, but yeah, I think that's... I feel like I have more stuff. Tyson is joining Internacional. He left uh, Shakhtar. Uh, Miranda, Super signing. Miranda left the Chinese League to rejoin Sao Paulo, his boyhood club. Um, there were some other signings. Hulk, as you guys know, I think we already mentioned this, joined Atletico Monero from from China as well. Yep. Good signing for him. Kid from Fluminense, Kaiki, keep an eye out for him. $11 million signing was confirmed today. He's going to Manchester City next year when he turns 18. Nice. 17 right now. Rule in Brazil is that you cannot leave your team for Europe until you are 18. That's so a good rule. He's already been bought. The Definitely M- forgetting about some, some major news. But the, the MLS kicked off last weekend. Yes. Red Bulls still suck, Woo-hoo, but Caden Clark is, is pretty Red, nice. Red Bull are incredible. They decide to lose 2-1. I mean, New York is New York. They both lost Red 2-1. Bulls sucks. They actually, yeah, they both lost 2-1. If you, if you watch the DC-New York game, I did. Those DC goals were stupid. <laughs> like, just bangers. You had one. One was just like a rocket from outside oh. the box. The second one got me really upset because, you know, like, this is something we always do in FIFA, right? You'll take the corner and you'll send it to the top of the box to get hit that volley. Yeah. Right? DC did that, but they put, like, no pace on the ball. I'm talking that cross did not come – he did not whip that cross. That cross <laughs> was like a chip. <laughs> so NYCFC literally just watched this ball drop to this guy's foot. Gave and him he all the time the in the world. He didn't even No, he didn't even hit a rocket. He placed it. 
from outside the box, he just hit it with the side of his foot into the corner. Matt, like, it wasn't even like it wasn't that crazy of a. It was an impressive finish, but there wasn't that much power behind it. Did you and see he the been Sounders down, finish? Period. That Sounders finish was a banger. I didn't. I did not see the Sounders game. Yo, he catches the ball from. 28, 30 yards out, takes a touch that pops it into the air and then hits it on the volley, and it's just a rocket into the top left. Who did it? Do you know the name? I feel like it was uh, Ruiz Diaz. No, it's not Ruiz Diaz. It, it's uh, a midfielder. Uh, he just came back to the Sounders. He hasn't been there since, like, 2012. Paolo. I was watching the highlights of it. Paolo. It was the first game. Yeah, it was crazy. That goal was fire. Yeah. LAFC beat Newly. Oh, Paolo. Okay. Got, uh, beat Newly. A new new team, Austin FC. Um, Shout out to Austin FC's jersey though. Their white kit is clean, is really clean. They're yeah, white yeah. with that green. Nice. I love it. Um, Chicharito f- remembered how to play soccer. Uh, they beat Inter Miami CF three uh, two. Iguain with a pen and Xavi Hernandez, Javier Hernandez, Chitarito, two with with a brace. I got his red pick this week. Yay. Uh, they beat they beat them 3-2. Good for them. Um, they're third in the table right now. It's a very close table. Six teams have three points with one game. It's heating up. <laughs> it's going to be a great, great game, great year, great, fin- great finish to the league. be the greatest MLS finish you know, of all time. Pato, Pato got his first start with Orlando versus Atlanta. Nice. And um, he looked pretty good, but then he came off injured in the 81st. So. Nice. But Orlando, man, I'm really hoping that... Uh, they can glow up. No, I want DK to come back. I shouldn't say that. I want DK. DK should get sold to the Prem because he's really good. But yeah, Pato, Pato like looked like uh, years, like you know, like Kaka, like the Pato of old, not not the Milan Pato, or it looked like the Milan Pato with uh, with less speed. We'll call it that. Which he hasn't yeah. looked like that in since years. Milan. Years, 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 years. But he got injured. Yeah, he came off injured. They don't know how serious it is yet. That's uh, heartbreaking. That's honestly heartbreaking. But if he comes back, he's. I think he's. Him and Nani are going to link up pretty well. <laughs> So. That's good to hear. Don't they have somebody else on that team? Um, their goalkeeper is the Peru keeper, who's really good, Galese. They probably do have someone else on the team that we're just not remembering. Because they went far in the playoffs last year, right? Yeah. Orlando City? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Liam. I remember when they got rid of Kyle Lauren. Yeah. Liam, big news for you. Um, Red Bulls have signed two Celtic players. <laughs> Polish striker Patrick Klemina. Klemina. Okay. And um, another player whose name and, I forgot. and French striker Edison Edouard. No, imagine. <laughs> <laughs> so the Red Bulls Yo, have signed like a lot of talent, which is pretty good. They signed Frankie Amaya or Yam- Amaya. Yeah, so Frankie Amaya was drafted. I think he was the first first pick in the Super Draft last year, picked by Cincinnati. Um, really talented kid. You know, he's like a cam, really fast, really skillful. So the Red Bulls got him now. Cameron Harper is the other Celtic player. So it's Cameron Harper and Patrick Klimina, Klimina, something like that. Red Bulls have got like they they signed a lot of young players. They got some people who from, look um, like they have a lot of potential. So. Salzburg as well. They got a few. They got a few players from there. We'll see. It's looking to be a very exciting, uh, some exciting soccer being played outside of Europe. We got a a player from. I mean, this was a while ago. Well, yeah, a while ago. 
But we have a kid from Brentford, too. Interesting enough. Drew Yearford. Oh, yeah. He's, 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 he's actually st- he starts. Yeah, he's, he's a, a center mid. He's a, he's a Brentford kid. Rebel signed some good good players. If they if they flesh out, like if they work, it's going to be really good. Yeah, because they're kids with potential. Yeah, Caden Clark first game. He's going to leave next year. Sad, but yeah, he's it's going to be good. Hopefully, (laughs) knowing the Red Bulls, it's all going to fall apart and they're going to go nowhere. You know, listen, first season under a new manager, and this is a manager with like who has garnered you know, respect in the industry. You know, he, he knows the Red Bull methodology. And um, I think this is a first year with a lot of young kids who are just starting to learn how to play this way. Yeah. So I still I still see the Red, like the Red Bulls are still probably going to be a playoff team. Um, you know, because what is it, top eight make it? I don't see them being less than a top eight team. And they could, who knows, they could surprise us and, and challenge for the top. But this is going to be a transition year. I think things are definitely going to, improve as the years go on because they have a very clear you know path in mind and i'm excited for their striker fabio he's brazilian he came from the brazilian second division um scored a couple goals in the second division but he just seems like the player the red bulls needed because you know ever since bwp left you had a brian white quite i genuinely like brian white he's a good striker but yeah, kid, kid from duke he's i guess he's I guess he's not chosen because he's either he's slow or he doesn't press as hard. So the coach last year kept choosing Tom Barlow. Fast, pressed well. I literally, it was it was like watching Bentner, the American version of, of Bentner. Like he just couldn't finish a shot to save his life. He would get in front of goal and he would just, like he didn't know how to kick a ball. So like the signing of Fabio is, is big for me because he's, he's tall, he's fast. You know, he can fulfill that function. Um, Way better than Barlow can. So, see what happens. All right. I think that wraps it up for that. Let's get into the good stuff that has occurred this past week. The audacity of 16 clubs thinking they could get away with this treachery. Audacity of Tottenham. You guys didn't speak about this yet? No, we started with everything oh, we else, saved so this we for the get end. into this. Oh, dang. Yeah. If you were a um, <laughs> Looks like member, uh, we're not going to be able to play today, huh? Abdul just... Nah, let's just talk quickly about the <laughs> Abdul was like, get into John and then just disappeared. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> let's just get into the audacity of Tottenham. So, for everybody who doesn't know, the European Super League, as Liam alluded to earlier was a Super League created by the director of Real Madrid. Mr. Yes, yes, Mr. Perez. Um, And in it, six teams from the Prem, including Man City, Man United, Arsenal, Liverpool, Chelsea, and Tottenham, from La Liga, Atletico Madrid, Barcelona, and Real Madrid, and from the Serie A, AC Milan, Inter Milan, and Juventus, and then three unknown teams that did not want to be told or publicly made. Uh, one was like Porto, people were assuming. And then five random teams that would be awarded each season based on their league play in the league that they're destined for and the league that they come from. I just want to quickly talk about, because we've all spoke about this, Tottenham being invited to this thing. I feel like if you are invited to this thing, you have to win a trophy within 10 years. <laughs> if you can't do that, 
what are you doing as one of the top 15 super clubs of the world? Anybody else think that? I mean, it's just, it seems ridiculous to me. But I guess they make money, and that's that. At the end of the day, that was what it was all about. That's how it should have been. Like, even if this thing shouldn't have been made, but if it was going to be made, it should have been based on merit. But merit, it's not. exactly. It's based Recent off merit. of money. It's based off of marketing, and it's based off of players' names. That's what I believe. I believe. Yeah, it's a money. Milan hasn't won a major major trophy in a while. But Milan has. Yeah, I was just Milan has. I was just gonna say. I was just gonna say that Arsenal. Tottenham did not deserve to be up there, but then Tan- he said about deserve it either. the money that they have, they could generate. They have money. They have Harry Kane. Hey, they have Min Stong. I don't know why you're saying Arsenal don't deserve to be there when we won like four trophies in the past ten years. Stop yeah, lying. I didn't say that. Who said that, Abdul? They're not Abdul. top six. Oh, Abdul said Ars- that. Well, I think Arsenal are, are going to be in there because they're uh, the Gunners. You know, Arsenal. A lot of a lot of Americans, especially, <laughs> support Arsenal. I know a lot of Americans like Arsenal. Oh no, that's for sure. And but I'm saying, if we're going off trophies, then we deserve to be there. Yeah, we've won trophies. The they past have a lot of FA Cups. We've, we've won trophies the past yeah, no, 10 but years. But they said they said top six, and by the meaning of top six, I'll be the first six teams on the table. But then, if you're gonna go off, if you're going off, if you're gonna go off and by trophies, trophies and how and Yo, how important and how famous the club is, then it does make sense. But there's a chance, like, no, no, no. But see, that doesn't make any sense. Because there's a chance that Real Madrid, if they play badly for two weeks, could end up outside of the top three this year. And Sevilla okay, could take this then. Okay, you think, cool. Do you think Florentino Perez, after all, is like, you know what? Damn, my team isn't top three. All right, I can't get any of this money. I'll just Bro, he doesn't care instead. about the team. He cares about money. As long as he's making money, that's yes, what he gives exactly. a shit about. It's all about money. All right, then. It's not so about if Madrid is not there, then cool. He wouldn't care. He's the president of the actual league. So he's making billions no matter what. Well, no, now he's making nothing. <laughs> and he might get fired and something countersued by all these federations. One of the big investors that invested 3.5 or 3.6 billion JP just Morgan left. Out. Yeah. JP Morgan, right? Yeah, you can yeah. keep that money. No, yeah, it's clipped. The, the, the league is done. It's not he even on standby. There's like a real chance that his career is over in football. Good, good. I'd be happy to see that man out They'll of there. will go back to politics. There, there's a thing apparently, Alan, um, this affects more me and you, um, that they said that the Prem might be going to file lawsuit charges against um, the top the, the six teams. Yeah, yeah, I heard about that. And yeah. they're going to they're gonna also sue Perez because he's the one who convinced them all to leave. Oh, I think they should find him, honestly. I agree, yeah. I, I think, I think there should, should be punishment. absolutely fine us. I don't know what the hell we were thinking. I think there should be punishment, but uh, I don't think like there should be extreme punishment. Like I don't think you're a broke boy club. No no no. Alright, see I was gonna defend Man U. Actually, I think Man U should be punished to the fullest extent of the law. I Y'all think should be punished. Uh, you're not even winning. They're like two champions leagues, however many they have, should be stripped four. from them. No, three, three, three. I think uh I think uh, I Harry Maguire I'm, should uh, take a big I'm, dump I'm in front of Old Trafford. League. I'm fine with Arsenal. <laughs> you can take my, you can take my Champions League. Yo, Liam, bro, you've been in if the I, Champions if League. If Milan take the Champions League, we have ten. I'm, I'm fine. Yeah, I'm take fine with, them all. They're not relevant anymore. They're I'm, old. I'm fine with I'm fine with Arsenal getting stripped of their Champions League. Lol. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> I'll deal with it. You take no, away our FA just, Cups, though. That's an But issue. what about their oh, FA Cups and their Premier League? You take yes. away that you FA Cups. You them to lose that invincible, Mateo? You take away those FA Cups. That was the league thing. We riot. Exactly. Thing. They won the league. Take away the league titles, too. 
Well, it's not going to happen. It didn't happen. They're not going to do that. But the point is, they should be they should be severely punished to deter idiots from doing this again. Because Perez is going to try some dumb stuff like this again. I think the English clubs. I don't think anything serious is going to happen to any clubs except for Madrid at this point. Madrid and Juve. Right, I think there might be some type of, you know, oh, maybe they'll find them, or I don't think there's going to be any point deductions. I don't think there's going to be anything like that. No, 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 not point. I but said, no, no, we. That's Madrid what and Juve are. Find like, them. They should find them. There are some big troubles for Madrid and Juve. Um, FIFA is pissed at Perez and uh, whatever, whatever Agnelli, Agnelli, yeah, Agnelli, yeah, yeah. Um, because also they, they they still haven't left, <laughs> even though JP Morgan. <laughs> yeah, found, and Juventus. Yeah. So, the, mm-hmm. Yeah, I know that's that's wild. No, I'm glad. I'm glad this is all happening, bro. Uh, the, the you idea say that on Google, but what if they're like you're banned from the transfer window for two years? Yeah, you're the only one. That's that what they get. Like that's what they get. This is happening right now, Abdul. No, Facts. that's what they get, bro. You're that's cool with that? I'm still, I'm still in the drift now. I'm still in the drift now, no matter what. But okay, I do okay. not mind us getting in trouble. I don't care. Okay, that's good. what. No, no, that's good. That's good. If I was the fans, if I was the fans in Spain in Madrid, I would. Yeah, yeah, man. I mean, the Super League gotta go. I'm glad it's done. Perez needs to step down, and Real Madrid needs to get fined or suspended off the transfer window. Because uh, right, right, right now, it's to get crazy. them, like, kick them out of the Champions League next season. No, uh, sounds good to me. No, nah, don't do that to me. Goodbye, Holland. Not that. Does it really matter? I mean, Mbappe. Punished for two years. Look, look, Y'all already won They won't do a thing to Madrid. And you guys know it. I hate that this is what it becomes too, but they want to do a thing to any nah, team. They'll I could just, see them definitely Madrid's not their, Madrid's not their baby anymore, dude. Market? Bro, trust me. Money buys everything, bro. They will, Madrid, they're probably Madrid got no money, apparently. Off. That's why they did the nah, same. He's captain. Say Perez, Perez is captain. Football Perez is, is dying. Captain. <laughs> Perez, dude, they yeah, didn't even re-sign something. Ramos. They haven't re-signed Ramos. They don't have enough money. I don't, back. Back. They, I, don't, they, I don't think he wants. I don't think he wants to leave. They haven't re-signed Ramos, but they've signed Alaba to a five-year contract. Yeah. Perez has said yeah. like, we don't have enough money in the budget to, to re-sign. Yeah, how does that and make you sign Alaba? Who's yeah, that's a fair point. And, uh, who Alaba must have been cheaper. Come Alaba must have been like, what's Ramos? He's still bread though. Why would he leave? Why would he leave Bayern for Madrid if Bayern could still become and still become good? I mean, better and still it's, challenged for the Champions League year after year. Abdul, you, you're at a club. Money. For, you're, you're, it's money, but you're also at a club for so long that you want a new challenge, bro. He was asking for, for what? His, the wages. Thing? It was reported that the wages he was asking for, Bayern were like, we're not paying this. And Real Madrid decided to pay them. He's asking for a ridiculous right, pay so for they a defender who's not. They could have, could have re-signed. They could have re-signed Ramos, but I'm I know I for sure want, that he declined. He, like three, he wants to I leave. Think he wants like three thirty a week. Alaba is not like worth the money, the wages you're going to pay him. He wants like three thirty yeah, a week. Of course, that's bread for him. He is, I don't think he's not a top of the line defender. He's class though. No, yeah, I don't think he is either. Yeah, I think he's still decent. But I don't think he's he's decent. He's like mid tier. He's not Ramos. But you never know. They might bless him and he might do really, really well. You never know. We'll see. Um, but I'm, I'm glad that he's there. If Iran leaves, that would suck as well. But I wouldn't mind either because I do like Militao. This season he showed yeah, that he's top tier, that he's doing really well. Nacho, surprisingly, I didn't like him. Well, I do like him, but he wasn't doing well as center back. But he is, you know, kind of taking over a bit. But yeah, Madrid sucks. I, um, 
for people who don't know, yeah, I mean, the Super League was created. Every single fan out there rioted to the point where they every every team started pulling out. Um, Man U's technical director ended up resigning. Um, his spot greatest news I've heard in years. By yeah. the way, just for the record, they they've ended up resigning. Um, it sparked a lot of outrage within a lot of the teams that were um, said to go um, today at the Arsenal game. We played at home, and there was a uh, over eight thousand people at the stadium. They weren't obviously allowed to go in, but there were over eight thousand people at the stadium that said that um that um that rioted to a huge Stan Kroenke out um a huge Stan Kroenke out uh protest that sparked a lot of um issue like to to fight to fight Kroenke because he's one of the worst ones. I mean. He's been like this for a while. Um, Arsenal's owner, I guess. He, I mean, he is the owner. He, um, he, he doesn't care about the team. He doesn't care about the placements. He just cares about the money. He Definitely does not, yeah. He just cares about the money and bringing in a steady but, income. He said but, multiple times I'm, that he doesn't care no. if Arsenal finish it, if Arsenal doesn't do one, the Champions League is anything. As long as they finish fourth and gets that paycheck for the extra Champions League money, he's happy and he doesn't care. Um... Today, there's been a there's a Nigerian uh, billionaire that said multiple times that he wants to buy Arsenal from Kroenke, and he's try, he's been trying to, and he he after he said um, when the pandemic hit that he has to wait and see how he does this year, and if he does well, he'll be trying to buy in 2022. Um, and, that would be good. I just yeah. don't want another American buying the clubs because and the Spotify the Spotify CEO and Sp- founder said yeah. that he uh he wants to buy it he would love to buy it from him he's not American does he even he's have Swe- enough cash he's, like he's, that he's Swedish yeah bro they're they're big like that but the the the, the thing would be to how, how much would it cost how much would Arsenal cost like half um, a billion maybe no no wait what Whoa. half a billion way more what yeah it would cost um. Well, I'm sorry. They're always he's like eight, four so billion at least. Um, hit the eight point two billion, Abdul. Sheesh. Eight point two billion. Oh, that means they should do the fifty plus 50 one billion. The, They should do the fifty plus one rule in England, like they do with Germany, where fifty one percent of the club is owned by Spotify. Um, Spotify's net worth is fifty four billion. So if 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 the, if the CEO could pull through, bro, if that if he could if That's he like, could actually do that. That would be blessings like to everybody, bro. Well, yeah. That would yeah. be incredible, bro. He would bring he would bring a whole different vibe. The fans would <laughs> be happy again and everything like that. But um, the Nigerian business, uh, business guy as well has said for ten years, for like five, like six, seven years now, he said he's one of to buy. Um, so hopefully that happens. Hopefully he can do it. Um, like maybe they they join in a bid together and buy him out. But yeah, that would be fantastic. That was a possibility. But yeah, this this Super League thing has shown that the fans are much more important than money, and that we're always right, <laughs> and that football definitely does isn't dying. If there was this much outrage and fight within the people and the fans, that football is definitely not dying, and the sport's still alive. It's. It, it was a great response, and I think it's a great thing that the league is dead, or the Super League is dead. Yeah, good try, Perez. 
he tried to monopolize it and and twenty business and twenty owners of the leagues. Oh yeah, yeah. Good, good try, and good try. Aldini said that uh, the financial operators and stuff they went behind his back, and I completely, I completely uh, I mean, believe that's, him. I mean, if the thing about Mourinho is true, then and I mean the same with Tuchel and Pep. They've all said that they weren't involved in the situation, you know? Like, it was yeah. the board members, it was the people higher up that took care of the situation. Really despicable. It wasn't, it wasn't even their choice. They they had no say in the matter and everything, you know? Imagine not telling Maldini, though. <laughs> Gave his whole <laughs> yeah. life to Milan. He's just like, you know what? He's the technical director. He's True. He doesn't need to know. Yeah. He doesn't yeah, need to know. He'll go along with it. Who cares? If, if, if we get, if our history in the Champions League is removed and all that, Blood, sweat, and tears Maldini put into those games. Ah, he'll be fine. It, it's crazy that um, that people say that the like football, American football, basketball, baseball are bigger sports than soccer. I mean, they are in the U.S. obviously, but um, in I forgot. Oh, let me see when it was. Um, I forgot the date, but they were talking about comparing the in 2015. They compared the viewership of the Champions League and the Super Bowl, which the Super Bowl brings in the most amount of people. And the Super Bowl brought in 140 million viewers. And the Champions League final in 2015 brought in 380 million. So it just goes to show that football is a uh, regular, the good football instead of American football. Brings in a lot more fans, brings in a lot more revenue, and bring and has much more passionate fans and is more significant. So... To Perez, who has said that football is dying and everything is just him saying, I'm poor, I need money. That's what he was trying to say. Um, but yeah. Um, otherwise, uh, I think that wraps up, uh, wraps up the episode, really. I think, right? No? No one? Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> no one's speaking? <laughs> I'm satisfied, to be honest. Alrighty. Liam, you want to take us out? Yes, indeed. Alrighty. Alright, well, now you know what the Super League is and why it's such a terrible idea and why us FIFA dads are totally against it. Um, <laughs> you always love the channel. <laughs> <laughs> That's your bro, Mateo. I don't, I'm sure what you said in the last like three minutes was in, intelligent, and important. But I was looking at that chat with the pool. <laughs> weep, bro. I was weep. Nah, he really left the Zoom though. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. That's and I John left. even said that he's still gonna pick you up. Uh, uh, I text. Up. I, I take him. We're going to play soccer this to, this evening. Yeah, yeah. Dead chat. Duels being hurt. You know, injured. Yeah. Right. One might say his butt is a little bit injured. Yeah. Very very much so. Home. But alrighty. I mean that wraps it up for this week's episode. Um hope everybody enjoyed. Hope everybody learned about why Super League is bad, money greedy owners are bad, and uh why fans are good and why listening to this is important and supporting the clubs that you do are important as well. Because it, 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 it matters, honestly, when it comes down to it. Yeah. But yeah, For I sure. mean, you want to take us out, Liam? 
Absolutely. Thank you guys so much for listening. Well, how many episodes are we on now, guys? This 15? 14. 14. 14 episodes. Lucky number. Thank you guys so much. We hope we hope you learn from this. We hope we keep you entertained. And uh, thank you so much for listening. My name is Liam McGowan. As always, I'm your host. Till next time. All right, y'all. Right, I'm so sorry. I was on FaceTime. Okay. Very glad. Great week, gentlemen. All right. Go play some